0: Welcome everyone to episode number 31 of the Learning to Lead podcast. This month I'm excited to talk to you about making the most of mentors and um, just the importance of mentorship and getting mentors in your life. Um, I gave this talk a few weeks ago at Penn State Altoona's Leadership for Life program and uh, got a lot of feedback that this was uh, excellent and very practical. Uh, I literally lay out my entire process for how I get a meeting with a mentor, how I uh, spend my meeting with a mentor, how I follow up with a mentor, and I really think if you'll follow the process that I'm about to outline for you, um, that you will have more mentors in your life than you have time for and you'll be growing more than, than you ever imagined and your life will just be 100 times better. And so that's why I want to talk about mentoring. Mentors have significantly impacted my life. When I was 17 years old, um, uh, two mentors came into my life, one being my father-in-law, Mike Stidell, and the other being Pastor Larry Betancourt. They're both absolutely incredible men. They're still mentors in my life today, and uh, I consider them friends today as well, um, but they'll always be a mentor in my life. And they were the first ones that came into my life and saw potential in me and actually took time to invest in me, and I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the power of mentoring. Those two men... Have changed my life forever. And I've had other mentors since then and other people come into my life, but there's something about the the first couple mentors that you get because they're the first ones to see potential in you. They're the first ones to invest in you. And so if you haven 't been privileged to have a mentor relationship like that in your life yet, I hope that maybe after this podcast um, one enters your life after you follow this process. But again, really even even this podcast is a result of the power of mentoring. Pastor Larry actually used to bring in high level leaders to speak to us when we were interns under his program, and he 'd encourage us to ask them to coffee um, and once a month I to take a high level leader out and ask him questions and so i was i 've been doing that for ten years and And then two years ago, I decided to start recording my time with mentors and high-level leaders. And so, um, really, mentoring is what this podcast is all about. It's all about personal growth and really doing what mentors do for you is helping you go further, faster. That's the benefit of having mentors in your life. They help you go further, faster. They're further down the road. They know what roadblocks you're going to hit. They know the issues that you're going to need to overcome. And they can help you get from point A to point B much faster than you could get there on your own. And that's why you need mentors in your life. And when you hear the word mentor, mentoring, so many times we think that, that it's a one-on-one relationship, that every single month you have to have coffee with the same person, and if you don't spend two or three hours a month with them, then they're not a mentor in your life. And I kind of want to shatter that definition of mentoring, because the reality is you may you may be fortunate enough to get one or two mentors in your life that you do get to meet with that consistently in that much time, but it's going to be rare more often than not mentors in your life maybe once a quarter will meet with you maybe a few times a year and sometimes you don't actually even know them and i'm going to talk about that but um i want you to see mentoring as as just you can get mentored by anybody you know i want to let's just start off with that my first point i just want to talk to you about where do you find mentors where do you actually find these people well the first The first way to get mentored, I wrote this, and it's in the notes. It says, get mentored by the masters. Get mentored by the masters. Someone that I consider my main mentor, um, and I've, I've, I've met him twice, but he just signed a book. I never actually have gotten to hang out with him, is John Maxwell. John Maxwell is a master at leadership and personal growth and so many other things, and he significantly, significantly impacted my life as a mentor. But he didn't do it one-on-one in a coffee shop. He's mentored me through his blogs, through his podcasts, through his books, through his courses, his conferences, uh, etc., I devour everything he puts out there. So the first thing I want to encourage you to do is get mentored. Start a personal growth plan. I have a whole podcast that's devoted to how to develop a personal growth plan. But start learning from the master. Start finding the, the, the areas that you want mentored in. Start finding the best books out there. Start learning from the people who are on the cutting edge of that and learn from them. Read their books. Listen to their CDs. Listen to everything you can. You can get mentored literally by the, the the brightest people in every single field just by the click of a mouse or, or buying a book. So get mentored by the masters. Where else can you find mentors? The reality is you can find them anywhere. Anywhere. Everywhere I go, I'm looking for people that I can meet with that will take me further faster, that, that I can be sharpened by, that I can grow by. Go to network events. Everyone you meet can be a potential mentor. In your workplace, there's potential mentors. In your family, there's potential mentors. In your church, there's potential mentors. Mentors can literally be everywhere. Because the reality is you can learn from anyone. And ultimately, what we'll talk about is some mentors will stick, and some mentors you'll meet with, and you'll just be like, oh, okay, I don't need to meet with them again. And again, mentors come and go in your life, and we'll talk more about that later. But you can find them anywhere. And then the third place that you can find mentors is through referrals. Through referrals. And probably this is my number one way of meeting new mentors or potential mentors is through referrals. Every time when I finish a meeting with someone, I always ask, Hey, Could you list for me maybe one or two other very sharp leaders that you think it would be worth my time um, to to spend a half hour with them over coffee that they'd want to pour into me? And pretty much every single time someone gives me two or three names and they'll even be willing to to make the connection for me. And I've gotten to meet so many um, great people through referrals. And so, again, you can meet, you can get mentored by the masters. You can meet mentors anywhere. And you should always be getting new mentors through referrals. Those are the three main places I wrote that you'll find um, mentors. So we talked about um, where to find mentors. Let's talk about what to do before you meet with potential mentors. What do you need to do before? And this is absolutely critical. I said, I wrote in my notes, make sure that you are on a personal growth plan. Make sure that you are on a personal growth plan. This is absolutely key. I mentioned this before. But most people that you're going to ask to mentor you, they're going to be well-read. They're going to have their own personal growth plans. Again, they are where they are in life for a reason. And if you, if you aren't intentionally growing, here's what I know. You're going to get around them, and you're not going to be able to relate or connect. Growing people relate and connect with other growing people. If you're not growing, I can promise you you're going to meet with these people and they're going to think it's a waste of time because they're looking for someone who's hungry, who's already doing everything they can to get ahead and to get to where they want to go. They're not looking for someone who's just unintentional and and doesn't live intentionally. They want someone who is already growing. And here's what I know. The more you've grown, the more you'll be able to relate and connect with successful people. That's why it's so important to, to get mentored by the masters, to read the books, to listen to the CDs, to listen to the lessons. Because you build a solid foundation on which to talk about. So again, the, the, the only thing you need to do before meeting with potential mentors is make sure you're growing yourself. Make sure that you have goals. Make sure that you're ambitious and and, um, and hungry. The next step with mentors I want to talk about is, is how do you get an appointment with a potential mentor? Okay. Maybe by now you've been thinking about you, maybe you have a handful of people you can think of that you're saying, wow, I would love to meet with this person, this person, and this person, but how do I actually do that? Well, five short things. One is don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Um, most successful people that I've met with are dying to invest in young leaders who are willing to learn. They're dying to. They're, they're successful. They've reached the pinnacle. They're always growing. Now they're looking to give back. And, it, and honestly, for them, it's hard for them to find young leaders who want to be invested in. And so don't be afraid to ask. Uh, you know, Tim Ferriss, he wrote the 4-Hour Week. He actually teaches classes at Stanford, and he always has a challenge to to reach out to people that they don't even think they can connect with. Uh, he, he mentions, like, the CEO of Google, um, you know, the President of the United States. I mean, crazy people that you'd be like, there's no way I can get in contact with them. But what's interesting is, is in those classes, when he makes that challenge, when they come back the following week, the people who actually went out and tried to get their contact information and actually made the ask usually at least got a phone call, an email, et cetera. They at least got in touch with. So I would tell you, no one, no one's off limits. No one's off limits. Dream big on who you can spend time with. And I know it can be scary, but I say just go for it. So don't be afraid to ask. The second thing about how to get an appointment with a mentor is come up with a plan to ask them. Come up with a plan to ask them. Again, actually one of the most beneficial things for me was starting this podcast, because before I would just say, I would email them or call them and just say, my name's Doug, I know so and so, or um, I know you don't know me, but I'm really interested in personal growth and I really admire you and I would love to spend some time with you, etc., uh, and now I say, hey, I have this leadership podcast. I would love to sit down with you and record and ask you questions on leadership. And not only am I going to be getting um, listening to what you have to say, but I'm also going to share it with everyone else who listens to my podcast and you will add value to them as well. So that's my, my, my plan to ask them. But um, again, come up with a plan. It's either an email or a phone call, but, but find a way to ask them. Um, and then thirdly, I put figure out a way to add value to them, figure out a way to add value to them. And again, I talked about this, but the learning to lead podcast, it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to waste your time. I want to take what you teach me and actually do something with it. I'm going to make this podcast for to show them. You'll be prepared, show them. You'll be prepared. And I I always include this in every single email I said. I said, if you're willing to meet with me, I will send you a list of questions um, that I want to ask you ahead of time so you have time to prepare for our interview. I'll keep it to whatever time frame you want. If you want 30 minutes, that's great. If you you give me an hour, that's great. But I will not waste your time, and I will bring questions. for you, and that shows that you're prepared. And then finally, just make the ask. Okay, maybe you're not afraid to ask, but you actually do have to uh, hit ask. You do have to make the phone call, you do have to send the email and just actually ask them. And literally, I feel like, I, oh, I don't feel like, I know that if you follow those five steps, you will get mentor appointments with mentors without a doubt. I, trust me, I've, been, I've only been told no to twice and literally it's because both times, oh, they said they were too busy. That could have been an excuse, but literally I know they were CEOs of companies and I, and I don't think they literally had time to meet with me. But you'd be surprised how many times you'll get an appointment if you'll follow those steps. Okay, so let's say you nailed uh, the meeting. you got an appointment set up. How do you actually prepare for your meeting with a mentor? A few few thoughts on this. One is study the potential mentor you'll be meeting with. Study them. Google them. Look at their Facebook page. Look at their LinkedIn page. Look at their blog. Read everything you can about them. Learn as much as you possibly can. Um, sometimes it depends on the relationship, but I'll even ask people if I know someone that knows them. I'll say, "Hey, you know, tell me about this person. If you had, if you had asked them questions, what would you ask them? Or hey, what do they like? Learn as much as you can about them." Two is have a basic list of questions you'd like to ask every mentor. Again, I have a, a list that I, I is my go-to, and I will adapt it, but I have a list of basic questions that I want to ask every leader, so I'm always prepared. And if you want me to send that to you, I can. Just send me an email, um, and I'd love to send that to you. And then I put adapt the questions specifically to address the things you want to ask this person based on their experience. Once you have a set foundation of questions, that's when you start to change things and add questions and take questions away based on what you've learned about the person you're going to be meeting with. Next, figure out what they love and get it for them. Figure out what they love and get it for them. What does that mean? One of my favorite stories is, uh, I forget the woman's name, but she's the lady that made the Aflac duck. She was the creator. And she got, uh, she got an appointment scheduled with Warren Buffett. And so she's doing exactly what we're talking about right now. She was preparing questions and all these things. And she was doing research on them. And she found out that Warren Buffett loves Diet Cherry Coke. I think it's Diet Cherry Coke. It's either that or Pepsi, either one. But he loved it. It was Cherry Coke. So she comes into the meeting. And she sits down and she said, Mr. Buffett, I know that you love cherry coke. And um, I just thought we'd start off this interview with something you love. And I brought you a cherry coke. Here's an ice cold cherry coke. She handed him the drink. Warren Buffett looked back at her. He said, young lady, in all my years of being interviewed, no one's ever brought me a cherry coke. Thank you so much. You can have as much time as you want. And she said an hour and a half later, the interview was over. Most people don't get more than 10 or 15 minutes with Warren Buffett. She got an hour and a half because she found a way to add value to him and bring him something he liked. So how do I I apply this? Literally, usually um, I find out what they like. Maybe they like Starbucks. Maybe they like a restaurant. And I'll just buy a gift card for them. And um, as long as I remember on the front end, I bring it with me on the interview. So when I sit down with them I say, hey, I know you love Starbucks. I, I thought I would start off with something you like. And you'd be surprised how they react when I do that. So I would just encourage you to find a way, find out what they love and get it for them. And then finally I put before your meeting, email and call them the week of your meeting to confirm and make sure they have your cell phone number in case anything changes. Again, confirmation just shows you that you care. Um, the Giving them their phone number says, hey, I'm flexible. If you're unable to meet because something comes up, I understand that. Please give me a call. And again, it's just showing that you care and you're not going to waste your time. It's about honoring and respecting them. All right, so you prepared for the meeting. Now you actually, it's the day of the meeting. Let's talk about what to do during your meeting. A few thoughts. One is be early. Pastor Larry, my mentor, always said to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late, and to be late is to be left. If you're going to be late because you had traffic or something came up, make sure you call them and you tell them that. And if they cancel, that's okay. Then then reschedule the time. But be early if you can. Call if you can't. Call if you're going to be a minute late. Seriously, it shows respect. Two, I put shake their hand and keep eye contact. Again, don't be intimidated by them. They're just a person. If, and I did a whole thing on winning with people. I encourage you to listen to it but on the podcast. But be confident. Keep eye contact. Then I put, ask about their personal life. Ask about their personal life. And again, I talked about this in the Winning with People podcast, but ask them about their family. Ask them about where they vacation. Ask them about things outside of work. They're always getting worked, asked about work and success and all these things. Ask them things they probably don't get to talk enough about that they would love to talk about, their families, etc. And then finally, bring a notebook and take notes. This this drives me nuts when I see people not do this. Bring a notebook and take notes. It shows that you value what they're saying. It shows that you care enough to write it down. And you'll actually remember it. And we're going to talk about remembering what they taught you in the follow-up section. But take notes. Literally, if, if you're not taking notes, they should just walk away. Bring a notebook and take notes on what they're saying. And that's it. Don't let That's all you have to do. Here, now, I wrote, um, that's all you have to do on your part. Here's what they're going to expect out of you. Here's what your mentor is going to expect out of you when they meet with you. Two questions they're going to ask about you. One is, do you value, did you value what they taught you? Did they value, did you value what they taught you? And two, will you do something with it? Will you do something with it? You show you value it by writing it down, by remembering it and then actually doing something. And we're going to talk about after the meeting, but, but you go home, you make a checklist, and you actually say, this is what I'm going to do as a result. Then if you do get a second meeting, you can actually say, hey, thank you so much for teaching me this, this, and this. This is what I did with that since the last time we met. If you'll do that, I promise you mentors will meet with you as much as you want because that is so rare to find someone, uh, a young person to invest in that will actually value what someone's teaching them and that will actually do something with what they learned. That's what your mentor is going to expect out of you. So your meeting's over. Let's talk about what to do after the meeting. After the meeting, first and foremost, I put to evaluate your meeting. Evaluate your meeting. Think about these thoughts. You know, was, was the meeting as good as you thought it would be? Was it worse? Was it better? You know, to be honest with you, sometimes the people you look up to, you'll meet with and you'll be disappointed. I, just to be honest with you, sometimes you'll be, wow, you'll say, wow, they're unbelievable. They're so much better than I thought they were. Other times you're going to say, man, I thought they were so much more. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, you're just trying to find out what works for you and who you want to be mentored with or who you want to spend your time with. Again, it's okay to be disappointed. And really, ultimately, in evaluating your meeting, all you want to decide is if you'd like to meet with them again. If you'd like to meet with them again, do you or don't you? Do you think that it's a potential um, mentorship that could go on beyond one meeting, or do you think, you know what, I really don't need to spend any more time with them? I got, got everything I needed, etc. Evaluate your meeting. Next is the follow up with your mentor. Follow up with your mentor. Always, 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 always write a thank you card. Always. And in the thank you card, what do you write? One, you thank them for their time, because their time is precious and they did not have to spend it with you. Two, write down your key takeaways. Say, hey, so-and-so, thank you so much for meeting with me. I appreciate the time you had. Um, I got so much out of our time together. Here are a few of my key takeaways from the time that we spent. And you list your action steps. And, again, if you took notes in the notebook, you actually have notes that you can look over, and you can just literally put your key points right in the thank you card. And then I put, give them your gift if you haven't already. Give them a gift if you haven't already. If you forgot to bring the the gift card to Starbucks or whatever, throw it in the thank you note and send it your way. It will have the exact same um, effect that it would have had giving it up front. Next thing to do uh, after the meeting is to create an action plan. Look through your notes and make a to-do list of everything they told you to do. Maybe they told you to read a book. Maybe they asked you to reach out to other people. Maybe they asked you for a favor. Maybe they asked you for I don't know what. But make a list of the action steps that came out of the meeting. And then here's a novel thought. Actually do it. Do what they said. Read that book. Reach out to the person. Do what they asked them to do. Then and only then, only after you've done something that they've asked you to do, can you ask for another meeting. If you thought it was worth your time... Um, and you see them becoming a mentor in your life, ask them to meet again in another month or two. Say, hey, I, I so much enjoyed our time together. What do you think if we met in another month or two? I know you're busy, but do you think you'd want to get together again? More often than not, they'll say yes, if you followed all these steps. And if they don't, that's okay, too. Just be grateful you had some time with you. So after you've asked for another meeting, that's pretty much it. I just want to close with just a few final thoughts on mentors. Uh, again, just remember that the reason you need mentors in your life is that mentors will always take you further faster. Uh, I want you to realize that some mentors will be in your life for long periods and others for short periods, and be okay with that. Be okay with that. Some people were in your life for the long haul, some are for short seasons. Be okay with that. I know it's, it can be disappointing at first, but just realize that's part of life. Um, and then, um, always be grateful if someone's willing to meet with you. Uh, not everyone gets opportunities like that. Again, um, if, if, if anybody spends time with you, you're lucky. I can't tell you, I mean, a lot of times people are just aren't willing to do the process, but a lot of times people say, I can't believe you get to spend time with all these different people. And I want to say, well, if you ask them, you probably could too, right? But... But I do realize that if I've gotten to spend time with any of these leaders, that I am fortunate and I'm grateful and I need to remember that and never take for granted that I could spend time with these people. And then final closing thought is that you need to honor your mentors, specifically the ones that have been in your life for a long time. Find ways to honor them. Uh, You know, at the end of every year, I try to write uh, three letters to the three most influential people in my life, just thanking them for the influence they've had on my life. If a mentor has been in my life for a long time, I might send them a gift here and there and just say, Hey, I'll never forget the impact you've made on my life. Here's a gift. Thank you so much for being a blessing in my life. Even if it's 10 years after I've seen them, if they've made a significant difference in my life, I want them to know it. I acknowledge it publicly. Man, I try to tell people, Thank you. I'd like to thank them publicly for making a difference in my life. And I want to try to find find any way I can to honor the mentors in my life. I want to honor my father-in-law. I want to honor Pastor Larry because they've been in my life for 10 years. And so I want to constantly find ways to honor and thank them for what they've done for me. And then finally actually this is a great segue. I do have one more point. Pay back your mentors. Pay hey, back your mentors. I ask this question all the time. When I've, when I've met it with a mentor multiple times, I always say, man, how can I pay you back? You've done so much for me. And without a doubt, they always say this. They say, Doug, <laughs> I'm doing this for you. The only thing I want in return is one day a younger Doug is going to come along and they're going to send you an email and say, hey, will you meet with me? Will you mentor me? Will you believe in me? And the way you can pay me back is by pouring into that person do unto them what's been done unto you and so I would say the greatest way you can pay back your mentors is by investing in mentoring the next generation and you know if you've been privileged to have mentors in your life I can't encourage you enough to find a group of five or six guys or or girls that you can mentor that are younger than you that you can take them further faster and I promise you that will be the most rewarding part of your life thank you so much for listening to this I hope this helped you I hope the process helped you and um, I would love to hear about it feel free to to contact me and tell me who you're going to reach out to and ask for a meeting. Um, Let me know how this goes and uh, just let me know any feedback. If you have a process for, for getting appointments with mentors and following up, I would love to hear about it. I'm always looking to improve my processes. So feel free to contact me and we'll see you next month.